0: Welcome. It's so good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. I'm so glad that you've taken some time out of your day, out of your week to join us to do just that and to dig into God's Word and and see what He has for us and and hopefully to be encouraged and uplifted and and strengthened by, by His Word to us. And it's been a while, it's been a few weeks or a couple weeks at least since we've been together on uh, during our devotional time. I uh, took a little bit of time off for the holidays and hopefully uh, you, I know I, we, we did, our family had a great time. We went down to uh, visit my family and hopefully you had some good times with family and friends or whoever whoever it was that you spent the Christmas holidays with. And hopefully you've had a good start to your new year as well. And of course, this is time, speaking of New Year's, so that time of year when we uh, make those, maybe you don't, but a lot of people make those those resolutions. Right. Maybe you don't call them resolutions. Maybe uh, you just say, I want to make some changes this year. But I think most of us, hopefully all of us uh, know that there's some things that we uh, didn't do so well or maybe came up short in 2023. And so we want to do better in, in 2024. We want to make those necessary changes, things that we want to work on, things that we want to start doing, things that we want, maybe want to stop doing, just things that we want to do better. Maybe people that we want to reach out to, some relationships, whatever it may be. There's a, a whole host of things. Uh, certainly there's a variety of, of different resolutions that are out there from, ranging from the uh, spiritual, certainly to, um, you know, reading our Bible and, and growing in Christ more uh, to the, the more physical, uh, which is, you know, top of those are losing weight and, uh, you know, eating healthier. To the relational, as I just mentioned, a, a whole host of things that that may be or maybe not be on your resolution list. But I think we all have something that we want to work on. And and the beginning of the new year, kind of lends it, lends itself to that mindset because we we get a fresh start, right? We get a new beginning as the calendar turns over. And and I actually think our calendar reflects a, a beautiful biblical truth. You know, we just um, of course celebrated Christmas right the 25th right before the new year and then the calendar turns over and we celebrate the new year and uh, and fresh start and, and and new beginnings and at Christmas we we celebrate the 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 coming of Jesus into our world right and then we celebrate the new year and because Jesus has come the reality is that really there really can be an opportunity for a new year and a fresh start and new beginning. At Christmas, we celebrate the the miracle of Jesus's birth and his coming. And the new year is is celebrating. One of the miracles that is coming in his life brings, and that is those that miracle of fresh starts and and new beginnings. and And the reality is you you couldn't have a new year spiritually speaking, if you didn't have a Christmas, if Jesus didn't come. And one of the reasons we have a christmas and and we celebrate Jesus' coming is so that we can have a new year. I love what the apostle Paul writes in second Corinthians chapter five uh, verses seventeen through twenty one, just a passage that. I think is so relevant for us any time of year, right? But especially this time of year as we're thinking about these things. He says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, I love this. They are a new creation. The old has gone and the new is here. It has come. And all of this, here's the beautiful thing about it, all of this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ. And on top of that, gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So not only has God reconciled us, but he's also given us a message to share with the world. And so we are therefore, Paul goes on to say, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin, to be sin for us so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. I love that passage and what Paul says, and we'll have to save the the bulk of that conversation for another day and another time. But I hope we realize that what God has done for us through Jesus is to give us new life, new creation, new start, fresh start, a new beginning each and every day through being reconciled to God through him. And you know, as I've been thinking about the idea of of New Year's resolutions, and specifically thinking about some of the resolutions that I have for this upcoming year, I also can't help but think of the reality that we all know all too well, and we all find out not too far into the new year. We make these resolutions we we make these uh, these changes, or, or we we realize these changes that we know we want to make, and yet even though we want to make them, we're all still imperfect people. And at some point, we're all going to come up short of our resolutions, right? We're we're going to come up short of those changes that we know we want to make. And maybe we can relate to the guy who said, you know what? I've just decided to go ahead and break all my New Year's resolutions. That way I can start enjoying the rest of my year. Or maybe we can relate to the other lady who said, maybe I made too many resolutions this year. It took me a whole day to break all of them this year. I guess it didn't take that long last year. And I don't know how far you've gotten into the New year since your resolutions have been broken or maybe altered in some way, but I think we can all relate to that reality. But whatever your resolutions are, or whether you call them resolutions or not, or whether you've already broken them or not, my hope and prayer for each and every one of us is that one resolution would be set above them all. The apostle Paul says this in Philippians chapter three, verses seven through 14. He says, but whatever were gains to me in other words whatever i thought was important or significant and certainly you know part of the reason we make resolutions and we know those changes we we see those changes we want to make is because we we deem them to be important right we deem them to be important changes that we know we need to make and yet paul says whatever were gains to me or whatever i've experienced in this life whatever i thought was important or significant or even, whether i changed them or not or wanted to i know i or i now consider loss all of that stuff for the sake of christ What's more, Paul says, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. Here's what Paul says. I want to know Christ. I love that. Five words. I want to to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participate in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. And so somehow attaining to the resurrection from that. In other words, one day he's going to come back and I want to be part of that, right? I want to be be a part of the great resurrection that will take me home to be with him. And Paul says, though, after saying all of that, not that I've already obtained all this or or have already arrived at my goal. I'm not there yet, Paul says, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, here's what he says. I do this. I forget what's behind and I strain toward what is ahead. That's a beautiful thing, right? About, about the new year is that we can, it doesn't mean we don't learn from the past, but that doesn't have to define, 2023 doesn't have to define 2024. And so I forget what is behind and I strain toward what is ahead. And I press on, Paul says, toward the goal to win the prize, the ultimate prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. May that be our goal, our resolution for 2024. May we say with Paul above everything else, I want to know Christ more in my life because nothing else compares to him. And listen, that doesn't mean that we can't have other resolutions, that we can't have other changes. In fact, I think in many ways it sets us up for the 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 right changes or the more meaningful changes in our lives. But here's what it does do. As Christians, we've got a one-track mind, right? We've got a singular focus. We are moving forward, pressing on toward the ultimate goal for which God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. And may this be truly be our best year yet. Not because we keep all of our resolutions or even because everything goes just how we want it to go, where we get everything we want in 2024, but may this be our best year yet because more than ever before, we place our hope and our trust in Jesus Christ and we fix our eyes and our focus on Him. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.